Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Morning shot. Good morning and welcome to Morning Shot. I'm Lin Lee. Today we're marking International Legacy Giving Day. It's a day where charities and legacy consortia worldwide join forces to honour and thank supporters who left a gift in their will for a good cause. Well, in the same spirit, just ahead of today, a new charity called Asia Community Foundation was launched right here in Singapore. With Asia's philanthropic community growing, the foundation is aiming to act as a bridge to smoothen capital flows between donors and those who need the money, as well as to promote charitable giving by those with very deep pockets in the region. For more insights, we're joined by Lawrence Lin, co-founder and acting CEO of the Asia Community Foundation. Welcome to the show, Lawrence. Very good morning to you. Hi, Lin. Good morning. First off, let's talk about your experience in this space. The Lian family has been a champion of social causes and philanthropy for decades now. So how has the notion of philanthropy in Asia evolved over the last 20 years? Well, in Singapore and Asia, there's been a steady growth in donations. There's been an interest also, not just in traditional checkbook giving, but in strategic philanthropy. Uh, Philanthropy is a bit different from charity. It is looking to really make a difference, to be impactful, to solve the most pressing social environmental issues in our midst. And it's also more global and it's going beyond traditional areas like education and health to areas like climate change. But I think it's been too slow. You know, a lot of money is left on the table in the sense that people want to give, but they're not doing it because finding the right opportunities is not easy. There's also no hurry, you know, unlike uh, other things that we do. If you don't give this year, no, nobody is going to ask you why mm. or why not. And I think that's why we, we have set up the Asia Community Foundation to be that platform to facilitate giving, to make it seamless, easy, and also efficient and effective. Mm. Could you explain why uh, you'll be focusing on impact areas like equity and education, uh, stewardship and sustainable livelihoods? Um, we can actually work on any area because we work with donors' interests. But Asia is very big and there's many social and environmental issues. So we cannot immediately be an expert in everything. So we choose a few areas like education and sustainable livelihoods mm-hmm. because they are the most popular mm-hmm. among donors. And we've chosen climate change and earth stewardship because I think that's the fastest growing area and it's also tackling one of the most difficult issues that we really have to deal with quickly rather than in the future. Could you perhaps uh, share with us some examples of the beneficiaries of this Asia Community Foundation? Yes, I mean, we've got uh, entities like Conservation International mm-hmm. in the environmental area. I mean, they are a very big charity that's very well known. And we have got much smaller community-based organizations like Amlok Tepang, you know, which works on children and education in Cambodia, Teach for the Philippines, which works on education in the Philippines, and Fuji School in Malaysia. I mean, we featured some of these uh, entities at our launch. You know, Fuji School does uh, refugee education for Malaysians, for refugees and lower-income children in Malaysia. So Malaysia, the Philippines and Cambodia, are these specific countries within Asia you'll be focusing on? We'll be focused on ASEAN countries in general. Particularly, there'll be opportunities, I think, in the bigger ones like Indonesia, Philippines, then, of course, China and India. And China and India you know, being the, the two largest countries in Asia, but also I think there's a lot of interest in donors based in Singapore who are formerly from those countries. 
So we know that your foundation will be facilitating the channeling of funds into the impact areas we talked about earlier. Help us understand how challenging is this to trace where the money goes to at ground level and then measure the eventual impact of results? I think it's quite challenging to monitor where the money goes, especially if you're a donor. You would say, well, the charity should know. Mm-hmm. But in fact, many smaller charities do not have the systems you know, to track or the resources to track because they are so busy doing the work. And if you're talking about evaluation, you know, quite often the work is also very difficult to know, you know whether you're producing results because ultimate impact you know, can be quite long-term and you're not always very sure that your work you know, is the one that's resulting in that result. And on top of that, there's a very strong, often there's very strong power imbalance between the donor and the recipient. You know? So they may not be honest with you, basically, because they fear that you know, if they disappoint you, you, know, you may withdraw the funding. So I think it's very important that you have a good long-term relationship with a nonprofit, with a charity. Um, you need to have that trust that's built up over time. And for this, we know we work with much more experienced donors. Mm -hmm. We need to have partners on the ground, we need professionals and experts to do this work. We hear that there are more ultra-high net worth individuals Mm -hmm. and family officers wanting to contribute to these causes in Singapore and the region in recent years. What's driving that trend? Well, we are having a lot more of these uh, officers and individuals in Singapore. Um, And it's natural, I think it's natural instinct to be generous. I believe that there is much joy in giving and as you do it, you know, this is reinforced. But I think also it's about being in this region, you know, being present and encountering the social environmental issues in our midst. And it is very difficult to escape the increasing income inequality mm. you know, that you see. It's hard to just live in your own bubble. It's very difficult to escape the climate issues that you see in the world. I mean, this year has been one of the hottest years ever, mm-hmm. right? You know, we're all suffering. And when people start doing, you also feel, I think, the peer pressure, you know, to do, right? Rather than doing and you know, and, and, and you look at your own reputation as a business person, as, you know, you, know, uh, you, you feel that you need to follow as well. Mm-hmm. And I think finally, you know, all these families, the patriots, matriarchs, they're getting older. You know, they mm-hmm. think about legacy, they're thinking about transmitting family values to their children, to their grandchildren. They feel well. I mean, maybe this, you know, giving, being philanthropic is one of the values that they do want to pass on. Hmm. On that same note, Singapore is also aiming to become the region's philanthropic hub, given that the number of ultra-rich here is expected to reach 5,300 by 2027. What kind of role does a small nation like Singapore play in this space, in the biggest scheme of things? I think, one, we want to get soft power you know, mm-hmm. for Singapore. You know, the world has become much more complex, interconnected. We've had pandemics. Now we've got climate change. These need a global approach you know, for which you know, Singapore can and should take the lead. So and when we take the lead, you know, we are really flying the Singapore flag. right? And all these countries would like to work with Singapore because you know, we are trusted. We have got good governance and, and so on. And I think when we actively engage in these regional countries, it helps connect Singapore and Singaporeans to, to real issues and needs outside Singapore. We gain you know, valuable insights into uh, how to solve the problems. And that, I think, translates into more people wanting to put money through Singapore. So it's not just from Singapore. You know, if you're a philanthropy hub, 
you know, you want, money wants to come to Singapore because they believe that we can be the engine driving new social and economic impact uh, in the region. Um, and, and I think uh, Singapore is really well positioned for success. You know, we are the wealth management hub. We are the trusted hub. We have got diversity, global linkages, that conducive environment that can attract talented professionals to do this work. So I think Singapore really truly can be the philanthropy hub for Asia. Hmm. So to our listeners out there, if you're interested to contribute, do connect with Lawrence or look up Asia Community Foundation, which was just launched right here in Singapore. Thank you very much, Lawrence, for your time and insights today. Thank you, Lynn. We've been speaking with Lawrence Lien, co-founder and acting CEO of the Asia Community Foundation. Stay with Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.